Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Um, how are you guys doing this morning? Good morning. We are doing great. Our house is in a little bit of uh, exciting chaos at the moment as Dan preps for his annual uh, Netcast Poker Tournament at our house. <laughs> That'll be fun. Lots of fun stuff going on, yeah. That'd be fun. How is it like an evening and afternoon? What is it? Um, so the guys will all start showing up. Oh, probably around four 30 or so play basketball, jump in the pool, hang out. And then we'll have dinner. Probably. I think dinner's starting about five 30 for them. And then they'll do a little bourbon tasting. And then the poker tournament will kick in around seven. So there's about uh, 30 guys descending on the house this evening. And it'll be a lot of fun. They, they really enjoy it. Yeah, that's great. Um, how uh, how has been your uh, pool this summer? So, you know, we've had a rainy summer here, so I shared that some, but it's still been fantastic to have. And and uh, September, as it has turned out, has been much warmer than the rest of the summer. So right now it's coming in very handy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's been good. I'm glad we have it because we've had to definitely sneak in the, the few hours of sunshine kind of swims instead of the full days kind of swims this year. So yeah. Yeah. yeah that's neat. It is definitely a blessing. We, we see it as a blessing and, and it's a sweet space, you know, as always our house um, tends to be a gathering place Yeah, and, and we like that God uses it as a gathering place. So whatever windows we get to do that, we do it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, we're talking about the uh, supernatural and we uh, are in the, uh, part of the of this uh, uh, material where we're sharing about the keys to receiving it, and really the key to receive it is basically to be in a position to receive it. Which, in its simplicity, it's really you know being the kingdom of God, where He's the King, and we're surrendered to that, and um, we're walking with Him, being directed by Him, uh, because in a way. Um, He's our remember life with God is a path. Um, and mm -hmm. he keeps talking about the path. He said, so, um, and just like we've been experiencing with the disciples, it wasn't that they experienced the feeding of the 5,000 and then they said, okay, got it. Um, mm -hmm. it was, let me show you more. Let me show you more along the path. Let me help you more along the path. Uh, and by the way, even after the resurrection and Pentecost, um, and he even said this to him in the upper room discourse, um, I'm going away, but it's to the benefit because now I'm going to be able to be resident in everybody who's a believer and you will do greater works than we've been able to do. And remember John said, they couldn't even contain all the all the books in the world if they wrote them down. Right. He said, well, you'll even do greater works than that because there'll be more of you uh, doing it. Because right. why? You'll be walking the path of life. 
mm-hmm. uh, experiencing the supernatural always along that path. And so they understood that after the Pentecost, what all we see is just story after story after story after story of them uh, participating in the supernatural. Um, right. and, and their path continued, you know, literally day after day, week after week, month after month. Um, and so uh, since life with God is a path, he's trying to encourage us to, you know, keep learning uh, what it looks like by walking with me in my kingdom, which is where my, my path exists. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're not with me in my kingdom, you're on your own path and you're outside the kingdom. And you're and you're back into the world without uh, all the the beautiful benefits that I that I offer you, but walk with me in the kingdom, and then let me guide you so that I can get you to the right place with the right people for for me to fulfill circumstantially stuff that's going to matter and be reflective of of you experiencing it mm-hmm. and then others experiencing it through you know what you do. Uh, and like, for example, um, you know, uh, after uh, this is in chapter five of Acts, you know, they're out doing supernatural stuff, um, which is, you know, bearing uh, lots of witness to it. And and then they're explaining, you know, life is because you can receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, and then you can join the body and you'll get to experience the supernatural. Um, well, the Pharisees. <laughs> They bring they bring them in and say, stop that. Mm-hmm. You guys got to stop this. <laughs> you know, you can't, we, we pro, you know, pro, prohibit you and, and forbid you to keep speaking about Jesus. Um, and they basically respond is, you can say all you want to about what you tell us we mm-hmm. can't do. Sorry, but we can't help but doing it because all we're doing is sharing the supernatural life that we get to be part of. Right. And we're not going to, I can't sit on that. This is a big deal. (laughs) And sorry, but we can't, we can't just stop Mm -hmm. that process because we're on that path and and it's going to happen. No matter what you say, it's going to happen. And so uh, the simplicity of putting ourselves in a position to receive it is walking along his path. And then we've, we've talked about some of the nuances of that, of, uh, you know, being willing to learn, uh, being willing to think differently, uh, to pursue what he has to say. Um, and this story today uh, is a great little, uh, you know, kind of a capstone. Uh, we have we have others to go through as we proceed with, you know, Luke and, and some in John. But here in, in Mark, there's this great story and it's Mark 11, 20 to 25. So if you would go ahead and read Mark 11, uh, 20 to 25. Sure. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So um, it's a great little story. This is, uh, you know, during uh, what's called Passion Week, uh, the week where Jesus went to his death. Um, So he's come in on Palm Sunday um, and 
Jesus uh, cursed a fig tree. Um, mm -hmm. And all he did is, uh, and remember, as we've been learning, that authority comes from the word, the, the rhema, the mm -hmm. spoken word of what Jesus speaks. And he speaks to this fig tree and curses it. And they just keep going. <clears throat> he just cursed it, right. kept, kept going. Uh, the next day, they're actually on their way out to Bethany to see Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Um, mm -hmm. And they're walking back the same path. And, mm -hmm. and what does Peter notice? He just notices, hey, that's the tree that Jesus cursed. Yesterday. Hey, and lo and behold, hey, it's what, actually withered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that thing's completely dead, you know, and uh, uh, hey, notice that. Now, um, mm -hmm. a little bit, and this is kind of the subtle part of the story, is that uh, Jesus, even there, is is trying to demonstrate you know, kind of the power, the beauty, and the wonder of the supernatural. So that what he didn't do is march him over to that tree mm -hmm. and say, hey, remember what I did yesterday? Um, I want to teach you something about this. He, they, Jesus was just walking past it, waiting to see if anybody notices, remembers what happened even yesterday. Even noticed, right. You know, do, you, do you even notice <laughs> something that I am did and, and are doing and trying to show you? Um, and that's part of the supernatural story itself is that, uh, and this, mm -hmm. is why, this is why we encourage people that, uh, Linda and I experience this, uh, other people experience this, is that, God is doing supernatural stuff all the time. Right. Um, and it's, it's not, you know, it's like this one, it's, you know, kind of off on the side. Um, mm -hmm. It's not, he's not saying, okay, now that I did this, I'm going to teach you something about it. It's that, do you even notice that I did something? Right. Um, and don't you think there's a level of, as God highlights these things, there's a level of almost training that we go through to, to pay attention, to learn, to pay attention to these things. Yeah. Um, as he makes us more and more aware of his activity, I think we almost have to train ourselves to see it because all of culture and every other message you're going to get, you've shared before, you know, we'll put things off as coincidence as serendipity, all these different things. And and so that's the message we constantly get. So it takes some intentionality to begin to tune in and recognize it for what it truly is. Right. Yep. Um, and uh, God reveals things. And it's it's not that he uh, he forces you to look at it. He as he's training you, you tend now to be more open to it. Mm -hmm. And you notice those little subtle things much faster and much easier. Right. Right. And, and then you, and you, and you talk about it, you know, so Linda can yeah. say, Hey, you know, today, um, you know, uh, I met this, uh, lady at the store and, uh, actually she was sharing the other day about, um, uh, she was getting her, uh, uh, nail, excuse me, her, her hair done. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, she was, she was sharing, um, a little uh, story of something that happened to her and her hairdresser uh, said, 
Well, yeah, that's interesting. She said, I'm, I'm, oh, I know it was, it was about Michelle. Yeah, it was about Michelle. And, and she said, I hope Michelle's in a good place. Mm -hmm. And Linda said, what do you mean? Well, you know, maybe she's not there yet, you know, and you know, like, mm -hmm. like, like, what do you mean? She said, well, I'm Catholic and you go through purgatory and, mm -hmm. and I just pray that she's getting through purgatory. And Linda says, well, um, <laughs> Let me let me help you understand something here. Well, good uh, for her. That we know she's in a good place, mm -hmm. and, and we can have confidence of that. And uh, let me give you a couple of you know scriptures about that. And then next time I'm here, why don't we talk more about that, um, mm -hmm. so That's that good. you understand it a little bit deeper? And she said, oh, I'd be I'd be willing to do that. I'd be interested in doing that. And so, you know, Linda comes home and shares about that, and she talked about it. She said that um, she knew and could experience that that was a supernatural meeting and that God's at work right. in, this, in this lady's heart, that it wasn't, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't dismissed without even a thought. It was rather, wow, look at what God's up to. And he supernaturally had me say this, and she said this, and, she, and he's trying to get to her heart because he cares. And then mm -hmm. I've got an opportunity to keep going with it, you know, and... Um, and that That's itself, awesome. that help itself supernatural. So what you're saying is is really uh, valid, and that is, the more that you open yourself up to recognize it, and by the way, mm -hmm. when you recognize it, and that's what what we do, and Linda did this, she journaled that out, and talked to me about it. Right. The more that you share it, the more that you document it, you get actually better at recognizing things that actually are happening. They actually are happening. Mm -hmm. And now we get to recognize right. them more. And you begin to pay attention to the alerts and, and even recognizing what God's doing. Yeah. yeah seeing yeah. his movement. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it's quite fun. And um, uh, yeah, it was fun yesterday. Yeah. I'll just give you a little short one. So um, we've been doing a lot of taping and we taped, uh, I think she comes on in October, right? Teresa Tozier. Yeah, Teresa, huh? Um, yeah, so she'll come on later this month, but we were talking with her and this is just one of those funny little things that God does and just raises your alert in that supernatural. But when we were talking with her, she spoke of how Scott Cornell had come alongside her in the last couple of years to really help her because she's such a visionary to help her to implement things. And what does it look like to truly um, increase her skill in the executive and in leading and that sort of thing so that it's not all on her. And I thought that was just really cool how he used that gift set to do that. Well, lo and behold, um, as God would have it that very night, um, we had some good friends coming over who just had been, had reached out and we actually even had to postpone them. And so they didn't happen until last night. And, um, they came over and wanted to process some things that God was laying on their heart in terms of next steps in ministry. And we got talking about like kind of what, what their dreams are. And as I start fleshing it out, they're talking about, they're seeing this gap in, in churches and in ministries of, of, you know, a visionary, but not knowing how to bring things into place and how to actually lead that and implement it and that sort of thing. And they're seeing it, they're working with the church right now. And, and as we're talking, I'm like, I really think I'm supposed to highlight to you that this is bigger than just churches too. There's ministries 
all over Christian ministries that actually have a gap in this. Yeah. And so I, you know, I just spoke with someone this morning and, and I just thought that was such a sweet confirmation, but that was clearly supernatural timing yeah. from God that he would highlight because he highlighted that in that conversation to me from Teresa. Yeah. And I even had talked to Dan about it before they ever came over and we knew nothing of what they were talking about. <laughs> so just fun how, yeah, it's just interesting to me how God works, but that sort of thing you learn to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, and he teaches you to pay attention and reinforces that. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you pay attention, he said, let me then, now that you noticed, um, mm -hmm. I do want to reveal things to you. So Peter says, Hey, look at that. And, uh, and Jesus said, okay. Um, he makes a statement. Um, he says, um, and the, and the English here is, is really, this is where the, the weakness of the English language is have mm. faith, have faith in God. Um, mm -hmm. well, we say no problem with that. Uh, sure. Yeah. I believe in God, no problem, but that's not what the Greek says. Mm -hmm. Um, it says have the faith of God. Um, oh, wow. and, uh, what it means is that, um, uh, and then as you as you would read that, particularly as you go into the Greek and Hebrew of it, um, which is important as we abide and go deeper, because remember, the English language is so lousy that oftentimes, right. <laughs> oftentimes we got we got to get underneath it and see what it really says. Uh, have the faith of God. OK, what's the faith of God? Well, Hebrews uh, says, you know, it's the certainty of things not seen. So that means what he and then he says it's because the material is created by the immaterial or by the spirit, mm -hmm. by the word. I speak it into existence. I speak. Um, he said, without faith, it's impossible to please me, but I'm a rewarder mm -hmm. of those who diligently seek me. The reward is faith. Uh, you can have the faith of God because I give it to you. And then I'm the author and finisher of faith. So that mm -hmm. when he says have the faith of God and he's demonstrating it in real life, he says, hey, boys, how did this happen? Well, you spoke to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, the faith of God is I author by speaking. Right. Um, and um, if you're going to have my faith, it always starts with, do you hear what I have to say? Mm. Um, because I'm speaking. And with that speaking, you know, comes authority. And I'm going to draw you into that supernatural work. Mm -hmm. If you join me by having my faith, which I'll give to you if you have a heart to receive it. So it's mm -hmm. not like you go go work up your own faith uh, or make it generic. You know, like, again, I've, I've had, right. particularly lately, I've had business guys who have really begun to fail in their businesses. And I said, well, you know, you're a believer. How have you approached this? Well, I have faith. And I just said, I believe God's going to take care of it. I said, well. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you talk to him about it? Did you receive a word from him at all? Well, no, I just believe that he's supposed to take care of me. I said, well, he takes care of you by giving you faith to believe specifically mm -hmm. what he has to say. You got to ask him what he has to say. Um, so that's why you're failing because you haven't gone that, that into that process. So let's go, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, good, yeah. you know, willing to go. And so, um, he says, by what I speak. So I have the faith of God. He says, then you can speak. And he says, speak to what in this story? Mm -hmm. What does he say? Speak to what? Um, speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. 
So um, don't say, God, I got a problem. Take care of it. He said, Mm -hmm. listen to what I say about this. And you speak what I say to that problem. Right. And then the problem will move. Which is actually exercising the authority of God that he's given you. Right. That's, That's what he's trying to say is that now you speak to it. And, but you, you don't dream up your own uh, thought. It's, mm-hmm. it's speak what I spoke and join me in what I spoke. Okay, now he says, mm. uh, when you do and you believe it, you'll experience it. And then he, he summarizes it in verse 24. So go ahead and read verse 24. He said, look, this is, this is how it works. What does he say? Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Yeah. Um, So he says, um, whatever you ask. All right. Now, he's implied something here and and he keeps trying to reinforce this all the time. I got a problem. I got an issue. I got a decision. I got an adversity. Um, Your ask is always the same. What's the, what do you have to say? What is your will? What do you have to say? Mm -hmm. What is your authority word that's going to be spoken into this circumstance? And I'm Mm -hmm. seeking your will about it. I'm not telling you what I want to have happen. And I'm not just Mm -hmm. assuming that I can just say, take care of it and I'll see you later. Um, it's, it's, I'm asking for your will. And then he says, You'll receive my faith. I'll speak it. You stay with it. Because once you believe, and he says something interesting here. And read that verse again so we get the tense of the verb. And if you believe what? Um, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Okay. Believe you have, past tense, received it. And then you you will receive it. Okay. So... um, this is what faith is all about. Now, here's, here's this really cool. Um, think about God's perspective. Is God limited? Think about uh, constrained by time. No. No. See, he sees things already done. Mm-hmm. Now, in our, in our physical time issue, we haven't experienced yet. But because he sees the whole thing, he sees it already done. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you to join me in what I see. Mm. You see it already done. Why? Because I've spoke it and I'm going to reveal to you that it's going to be so it's already done. Okay. Now, um, mm-hmm. you and I uh, have a, a live example because every Friday we do what's called End Times Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, John, in 90 AD, on the island of Patmos, mm-hmm. God said, here, come here. I'm going to show you something. Right. Okay, what Write did it he, down. What did, he, what, what, did, what did he show him? He showed him what will come in the tribulation and in the second coming of Christ. Okay, so it wasn't, I'm going to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what actually is. Now, it's, it, right. bl- it blows our minds. See, wait a minute. It's still 2,000 years later. It hasn't happened yet. But when John saw it, it already was. You see, mm-hmm. you see, you see because right. it's not constrained 
by time. Um, hmm. And so he says, when, when I give you my faith, you believe it already has happened and then it'll happen. Why? Because you can speak to the mountain, my authority of what I say, and you'll join me in seeing that adversity, that problem, that, that thing that's impossible to move, it'll move. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because my, mm-hmm. my word is superior to your circumstances. And you'll see right. it. And, the, and he's implying because, you know, mountains can't move unless it's supernatural. So he's implying the supernatural is going to be part of it uh, in all, all respects. And now, by the way, he does throw in one more element. Uh, just read verse 25. What does he say? <clears throat> And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. He says, okay, if you're learning this stuff and I remind you that you have unforgiveness Mm -hmm. in your heart, let you and I go get get that resolved. He doesn't say reconcile. He doesn't say you have to do anything. Just you got to get your heart right with me because that would demonstrate you're in the kingdom and you're able to fulfill where the supernatural is going to occur. And he says, mm-hmm. if you're on unforgiveness, means you're walking away from me. Um, if, you've, if you're lacking peace, you're walking away from me. If you're lacking freedom, you're w- walking away from me. You're lacking joy, you're walking away from me. He gives us these indicators to say, and including unforgiveness, is mm-hmm. um, keep recognizing that if you're walking with me, where you will be experienced in the supernatural, these qualities will be true. Um, right. and, I, and I just want to remind you of that to keep, keep understanding. The real first question is, in order to have this authority, in, in order to have my faith, in order to uh, uh, speak to this mountain, uh, you first have to be with me, listening, processing, and then understanding. Mm-hmm. And he said, so when, when I'll speak it, and you can be assured of that, if you spend enough time with me and you do this with another person in unity, you'll be able to know what I said and now you speak it. And by the way, you speak it ahead of time, not later. And that's where the, that's where the risk is. Is it, is it God said? There is a risk in that, right? Yeah. yeah, I think we all feel that sometimes, right? Because, um, you know, I have heard God say, uh, can I speak it out loud before it happens? Um, mm-hmm. or, or do I say, ah, I don't want to look foolish or what if I'm not right? So I'll just wait, right. and, wait and see what happens. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a real quick example. There was a, we had a medical transportation business and we were operating in Florida and a hurricane uh, was coming um, on the Gulf side uh, to where our, uh, you know, our operations were, and particularly Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Linda and I uh, went with, well, this is a problem, um, you know, mm-hmm. and this, this could literally, you know, wipe out our fleet. Uh, you know, what do we do? What do we, how do we do it? Uh, and Father, we go to prayer. Uh, what do you have to say about this? And um, he gives me a vision of a uh, race car uh, downshifting and then turning right and uh, going to a much slower speed and moving away off track. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to move. I love, by the way, that he gave you a race car because yeah. that speaks to you. <laughs> I, got, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> he said, it, this is going to shift. 
it's going to lower in, in speed and it's not going to hit there. It's actually going to go over land and it won't be much at all. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, hmm. So I pray, you know, Linda, I, you know, hey, do you confirm that? Yes. Um, now is the moment of truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it. And then he says, are you willing to say that to people who are going to be affected by this hurricane, particularly in Florida, right. you know, the, the, my, uh, my kids who run the business, uh, you know, et cetera. Are you willing to say that? Yeah. And my first mm-hmm. hesitation was, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, what if, you know, and he said, no, I spoke, right. I spoke it. You heard it. You got confirmed. You have to speak to that mountain and tell mm. people and reflect to people ahead of time that it's already happened. So I did, you know, mm. I, I called people, I told them, here's what, here's what God said. Um, the next, it, it happened exactly that way. And the, re, and the, mm. and the paper reported it that way. The wind down, awesome. they even called it the wind downshifted, moved, mm. uh, everything that God said had happened, you know, and, uh, and it was completely supernatural. And remember, it was it was just in this case, it was just believing what God had said and shown and mm-hmm. then speaking to it and then seeing the supernatural. So I got drawn into the part of it. You know, did I cause that hurricane to shift? No, it was really about did I believe what I had heard and can I then mm-hmm. speak to that? to others ahead of time because it already had happened. Um, And and so think about the level that that built their faith as well. Yeah, absolutely. God can speak and can reveal what they need. I mean, so the ripple effects had you even sat on that and been quiet um, by speaking it. Not only are you participating in that as he's calling you to, but you're also just bringing him more glory. Right. Right. So father, we thank you for this uh, beautiful uh, example. Uh, that uh, you're going to speak, uh, and you say, then uh, we are to have your faith of God by speaking, by receiving, and, and then understanding it, to be able to speak to the mountain because you've spoken to it, and then we have in our heart to believe that it already has happened. We'll get to see it happen. Uh, we get to experience the supernatural, and that's what you're drawing us into. And so we just pray that we would learn that, that we'd be open to that, and and take the risk as we experience what you say and have confirmation of what you say to demonstrate the beautiful power of the supernatural. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for sharing. And thank you for that story. I think that's so encouraging to all of us, just as an example of stepping out in faith and speaking it too. Yeah. Amen. Um, So thanks for joining us, everyone. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.